Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. If there's anything better than getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's, it's getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's for less in the McDonald's app. Mm. Delicious. Order in the McDonald's app today. Right now, only in the app. Enjoy a breakfast sandwich for just $1, like a sausage McMuffin with egg. Offer valid one time per day from 429 to 512 at participating McDonald's. Must opt into rewards. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Yeah. Hey! Hi, Tom. Welcome to Conan O'Brien. Hello. He's a fan. Nice sweater. Wow. Thank you. A, a good, good job. First well, of all, Gorley just... on so just being so positive so quickly. Uh, Tom, so nice to see you. I see you have your you too. your Christmas tree in the background. It looks dark where you are. We're in Los Angeles. Where are you? Uh, I'm com- I'm calling from Dublin, Ireland. Oh, wow. you're in Dublin. Oh, look Dublin. at that fine Irish cable knit fisherman sweater and a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, I'm living yeah, a life. Yeah. I just want to trade places. I'm, with I'm you. sorry, uh, Mr. Gorley is making this sound like the Home Shopping Network. <laughs> Tom here is wearing a fine cable knit sweater. It's gorgeous. It's made of the fine Dublin weave. Uh, <laughs> sir, tell us. And Tom, what's your what's your last name? Lawler. Okay, Tom Lawler, calling uh, mm. from or calling. I guess zooming in, calling, whatever you want to say, sure. appearing to us magically uh, from Dublin. I love Dublin. I love uh, the few times I've visited there. I've had a, a fantastic time. Yeah, you've been a few times. I've been a few times. Uh, one of the times I went, uh, I met up with a bunch of other, well, very famous Irish uh, Irish comedians, uh, comedians from Ireland who were all hilarious. And we all did a show together at the ambassador's residence in Phoenix Park. And I thought, these are the funniest people I've ever met. And then all of us got into a cab to go into Dublin to get a drink. And the cabbie was funnier than all of us. And I thought, that's <laughs> that's Dublin. Do you know? There's just everyone's yeah. just super high professional level funny. So no pressure on me then for the rest of this. Uh, <laughs> well done. <laughs> well, we can always say later on that you're, you know, you're going through a depressive period, you know, and so that gets you off the hook. Um, Tom, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I so I live in Dublin, as you know, um, and I right now I'm the co-director of uh, a festival here in Dublin that the, the city started a number of years ago called Bram Stoker Festival, cool. which is... Um, Basically, a way of us celebrating the life and legacy and work of Bram Stoker, who wrote Dracula. Yep, and and so this is interesting to me because I don't I have to say I admit I don't know much about Bram Stoker. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, his work is very famous, but I don't know much about the man himself. Was he Irish? Yeah, he was Irish, and I think part of that one of the big reasons the festival was started was was I guess to kind of reclaim him as an Irish author, right? So everybody knows Joyce and Beckett as sure. Irish authors, but I think a lot of people had had kind of assumed or thought that Bram Stoker was British, and um, 
the Brits have a long history of claiming Irish people as their own when they become very successful. So it was kind of a way of taking it back and kind of reclaiming him as a as a as a Dublin born Irish writer. Yeah, uh, that's actually very yeah. I mean, that's fascinating to me. I'm uh, you may have heard me say uh, I've said it many times because it's um, kind of fascinating slash sad to me. But my people uh, emigrated from Ireland in the late 19th century and we've been living in central Massachusetts and I'm still uh, genetically 100% Irish, mm. Um, mm. which is, I think, tragic. Mm. Uh, Tom, will you please <laughs> reclaim him? Yeah. We, <laughs> and Americans, yeah, we'd be... Americans desperately want me to be reclaimed <laughs> and they mean taken back to Ireland. And well, we'd, we'd be delighted to reclaim you and have you at the festival anytime or in Dublin. I mean, you're hugely popular. I feel like lots of the, the friends or the fans on this podcast are coming from Ireland as well. Right. You've got a good no, it's funny. We do have uh, I do get recognition uh, from um, from from Irish people for the for the TV show, and, but also uh, a lot from the podcast, which is very nice. So I'd love to go back there and I'd love to mm. reconnect um, because I think it would be lovely. That's a word that I I hear a lot. Lovely, lovely. In Ireland, yeah. I, I've heard oh, that yeah. in Ireland. They okay. said, oh, "Isn't that oh, lovely?" Okay. Um, also, people they say, "Correct me if I'm wrong, Tom." In America, people say "um." So if you ask me a question, I say, "Um, yeah, I live near the Volkswagen dealership, but about two blocks away." In my the people I've met in Dublin say "m e m." Yeah, Graham yeah. Norton. Yeah, have you noticed that? Yeah, we actually. Yeah, it's funny you say that because um, M. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, when I, I I moved to the states for college, and I remember that was one of the first things people pointed out when I when I lived there. I went to college in Pennsylvania, and one of the first things people noticed was why do you say M all the time? Um, we don't realize it, but yeah, that, but that's that's one of the differences we have, I guess. When I was in New York, I had uh, a therapist, a, a very brilliant woman, uh, who was from Dublin. And she used to, I'd, I'd tell her about whatever was going on in my life. And she'd say, Em, I think you're crazy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that was her official diagnosis. Her official diagnosis uh, was that my family was shite and that I'm crazy. Um, so this is interesting. So you're trying to, is there anyone else who we don't know uh, is really uh, Irish? Or can we start claiming people who aren't Irish, but just claim them anyway? You know, like Daniel Craig, let's just start saying, did you know he's from Dublin, even though he's not? We should start grabbing cool people and saying they're Irish. Absolutely. I mean, look, if you've got a list of people you want me to start claiming as Irish, we can put a festival together about all of them if needs be. That's fine. Yeah, Messi. Messi's from Dublin. <laughs> Lionel, Lionel Messi said, a true son of Ireland, and then he was stolen. He was stolen and taken away to Argentina. We should just, because there are no better liars in the world and confabulous than, uh, than the Irish. So we should just start making yeah. a list. Batman. Batman's from <laughs> he, Uncle yeah, Sam. Famously Irish. <laughs> no one thinks of Uncle Sam anymore. What are you talking? No one's so thought, Irish. Get him no back. thought of Uncle Sam since like 1911. I was trying to think of the most American icon possible. Oh. No, no, no. I mean, like Beyonce. Did you know that she's from Dublin? Did you know that she's from Galway? Yeah. Yeah. It's Beyonce McNoles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I think Tom, I think we're really onto something. Sure, Bram Stoker, let's do that. But I think you're missing yeah. a real opportunity here, and I will help you generate the list. We're gonna come up with just all of the coolest people. Yeah. And uh Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves uh, is from the 
<laughs> He's from the South Country down there. He's from Cork. I don't know. We could, Who's to stop us? No one can stop us. I mean, there's no one on this side who's going to stop you. I think if you guys have a list, you know, put together whatever list and we'll find some. I mean, there's so many people that come to Ireland and then realize that they've got Irish heritage, right? Like Obama was here a few years ago and, and he's got a very strong like uh, Irish. I mean, there's there's so many. You go for OK. All right. You guys can keep him then. Yeah, we, we need to keep him. <laughs> I know. Wait, can we trade yeah, if fair. you're getting Beyonce and no. stuff? We no. OK, oh. we can't trade. Can't trade. Depending on who you were, sorry, depending on who you were going to say, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's going to be gonna all say, worked out. Listen, Africa, Tom, no. you and I are going to work this out. We're going to okay, start great. an exchange, but we're going to make lists of people that the uh, the the Irish can claim, and then um, I think we should get to have Liam Neeson. Yes, you know? he's so cool. I'm just curious, how many of you would we have to trade to get one Liam Neeson? You know what? I looked it up. Thirty-five Conans. <laughs> yes. Thirty-five Conans gets you Liam Neeson's shoulder. That's Worth it. Low. I'll take yeah. it. Sold. <laughs> You don't think these celebrities would have a problem with these festivals? They'll do as they're told. Okay. <laughs> I would love you for you to say that to Beyonce. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say that to Beyonce. But boy, I'm going to say it to Liam Neeson. Um, I don't fear him at all. Oh, you should. He's an, he's, he's, yeah, he's my height and yeah. looks like... I mean, I talked to him not long ago and it was so clear to me the minute he walked in the room like, oh, that's a real man. I'm a Lucky Charms leprechaun. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Tom, this sounds like a good endeavor. I'm glad that you're uh, that you're working on 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 building up, reclaiming what rightfully belongs to Ireland. I think that's important. Mm. Yeah, and I th I mean, we tried to. You know, there's a, there's only so much you can get out of um, out of Dracula, right? In terms of a festival, like we need new ideas every year, and we try to present it in different ways. So we have a lot of fun with it. It's not just all we don't just you know we describe it as we're not just like mwahaha. Like we try to have a lot of fun with it and <laughs> kind of bring other yeah, areas. Really yeah, I'm, I'm, I would go to there's, there's definitely fest. <laughs> Come to mwahaha. Well, also, I'm not aware of what else. Did Bram uh, Stoker, I don't really know, other than I know him for Dracula, but did he write, yeah. you know, erotic fiction that I could read? And if, if it's <laughs> not erotic it fiction, erotic. I don't want to read it. The, funnily, the first book he ever wrote was actually a book, like it was a guide for civil servants, like people who were like- <laughs> Ooh, I'm turned on. Yeah. So he did write some erotic <laughs> fiction. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So depending on your kinks, I guess that's a good one. Um, but none of his other work has really made it into the kind of consciousness in the same way that Dracula has. But I mean, you know, it, I don't think like, being a one hit wonder for Dracula, I feel like is still a pretty good. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Rear yeah. highlight. Yeah. You know? So but uh... we, we try to kind of stretch out everything. I mean, some of the stuff that I really enjoy, re like we've done a lot of research into Bram and there's some great kind of um, lesser known things about him. Like he once tried to save a man that was drowning in the Thames in London because he did live in the UK for a while. Uh, see, um, that's why they man, got to claim uh, him. That's the problem. Yeah. If you even if an yeah. Irish person goes and lives in London for a week, they get mm -hmm. to put up a blue plaque somewhere and say, yep, <laughs> he's the UK's own Bram Stoker. You know, it's just not fair. Well, only only if they're wildly successful, though. I mean, if they're, you know, as soon as something goes wrong, then they're immediately Irish, according to the British again. Oh, OK. All right. They just those plaques, by the way, are put up with Velcro. They come off <laughs> the minute you do something. <laughs> And everyone's getting canceled these days. I think those plaques probably come off as quickly as they go on. So I'm going to bring my own blue plaque the next time I go to London and some super glue and just glue it onto a building. That's good. And say, you know, Sir Conan O'Brien lived here oh. or stood here and chewed some bubble yum for 10 minutes. You're giving yourself a knighthood. Sure. Why not? Okay. Yeah. If you I've... want to go back to Ireland, but you're going to have a knighthood from 
from Britain? Sure. That's not going to play well. I'm also, what, what color plaque do they use in Ireland? If I go to Ireland, I want to glue some plaques up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we use blue plaques you as well. You use blue plaques so too? Yeah, you can, yeah, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. All yeah. right. We'll find out because I want to find out exactly yeah, what they please, look like. Make, make this priority. Excuse me, Tom's. Oh, Tom's got such a busy schedule working on the Bram Stoker Festival. Yeah, you've got 11 months of, of downtime. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. You know, how many, how many plastic fangs can you buy? Yeah, I've got some time to put in. Whoa. I've got a pretty, pretty easy head. I am a civil servant. Um, I'm here to clean up the bureaucracy. <laughs> Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Tom, I'm gluing some, I'm gonna come to Dublin and, and glue some plaques up. That's what I'm gonna do. I want some Great. plaques up that say, Conan stood here, Conan bought some stew here. Conan was asked to leave this, this gap <laughs> for unfolding too many sweaters, but not buying one, um, things like that. Well, and, and how's your life going, Tom? How's everything in life? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I, I've, you know, as you've said, I've got a, a few, you know, easier months ahead because this we're just in, in planning now. But outside of work, things are going. Yeah, things are good. I'm looking forward to Christmas. You got your tree um, up. Have you done your shopping? Got my tree up here. I've got some. I just started doing some shopping yesterday. Yeah, things are. Yeah, I would think that Dublin now. would be a wonderful Christmas town. Oh. It would feel very Christmassy there. Yeah, it does, but it has that horrible thing of the, kind of in the winter time here when it's freezing outside and it's roasting inside every shop you go into, so you kind of panic buy really quickly everything that you don't need for far more than you would typically spend because you're too warm and it's all very stressful. But yeah, it did. I mean, it is. Aside from that, it's a really lovely place to be. Although it's a very specific complaint. Yeah, that's just you have <laughs> such a specific complaint. The temperature difference as I was saying between it. the outdoors and the shop itself is such that I buy more quickly. I can't live anymore. I must take my own life. Tom, do you have a question for Conan at all? Uh, yeah, actually, I mean, so, we, you know, we're in the stage now of, of kind of festival planning where we're thinking of, of ideas for next year. And I guess just, you know, I, I, I run the festival with my friend Maria um, and we're collaborators. We collaborate with each other and with artists. And we wondered whether you have ideas for events that we could run at the festival next year or if you yourself would like to come to the festival and put on a show. Ooh. Oh, wow. Well, um, first of all, I always, I take any excuse to, you know, uh, get in front of a crowd. I'm very sick that way. Um, mm. So, um, you know, it all depends. We'd almost the... guarantee you one of those plaques as well, I could say. We could do like a special edition. <laughs> oh, red listen, plaque. Tom. Say no more. No, Tom, I bring my own plaques. <laughs> I don't want anything factual on my plaques. I want all kinds of crazy information. Um, I uh, so I, it all depends on the schedule, but obviously I'd I'd love to attend a Bram Stoker uh, you know festival. In terms of ideas for what works, I think you have to embrace the Dracula of it all. I think trying to mm. downplay Dracula is a mistake. You've got to lean into Dracula, and that means contests. Find the Dracula. 
Um, he's somewhere in Dublin. And, uh, you know, you have... Um, I mean, don't you think? You, 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 Absolutely. Whatever. Have How many fun? Yeah. yeah. And and then mm. you know the way there's a there's a uh, we have here in the United States a chili eating contest, uh, and we have hot dog eating contest. How many hot dogs can people eat very quickly? I think it would be uh, how much blood can you drink. From this carotid artery, who can drink it the fastest? Now you're talking. Obviously, you don't drink it from a real person, okay, but yeah. you simulate a carotid mm -hmm. artery, and then you have a whole bunch of people like in a pie eating contest and see who can down the most. And it's not real blood. There's like fake cadavers on a table, and you're dummies, okay. like crash test dummies. Okay. And who can drink the most blood? And it's one, two, three, go. And you know the blood can be. I mean, I would prefer it if it was real human blood, but I understand how that's going to turn some people off. But we could come up with a caro syrup this or something. This is actually a great idea. I think it's a fantastic... You have to, like a blood drinking contest and also uh, like intestines, but they're linked sausages that you have to just keep eating like a hot dog contest. Well, that's a werewolf. What are you talking about? Dracula, eat... hold it. Dracula doesn't eat your intestines. You know what? They You're right. What are you talking... <laughs> I love how you immediately got angry, like, what are you talking about? And I said, Dracula, and you went, oh, right. <laughs> No, he drinks your blood. Is that a werewolf, though? I yeah, a werewolf will disembowels you, rips you up, tosses your innards all around, right. and then goes running over the hill going, ah! You're right, and I'd like to formally apologize. and um, To the Bram Stoker community. To the Bram Stoker estate. I'd like to have my plaques taken down. I'm sorry. Hey, is there a Bram Stoker estate, meaning uh, are there people that still profit from Dracula movies and things like that? There is, yeah, actually, his um, the Bram Stoker estate kind of allow us to continue with the festival every year. He has a, a great grandnephew called Dacre Stoker who comes to the festival quite often, who's also an author and has actually written extensively about Dracula, but also wrote a prequel book to Dracula. Can I ask which you something? Soon to be made into Does a his great grandson ever appear to be someone who's lived for millennia? Um, you know, like is like oh, hundreds of years old and actually could be Bram Stoker. And does he ever say, well, when I wrote Dracula, er, er, I mean, <laughs> when my great, great M.M., what my great grandfather wrote it. And then you realize that he is, in fact, Vlad Dracul. Yeah. Um, uh, he does have a very particular look. So you might be onto something there. I'm telling you, lean into Dracula um, because... Mm. The civil service novel ain't going nowhere fast. <laughs> Melville wrote one of those, Bartleby the Scribner, and uh, it didn't sell. And then he went back to the giant fish, and again, he was in the money. So you got to lean into what works. And I think if Bram were alive mm -hmm. today, he'd be writing all kinds of more Dracula. You know, Dracula goes to, to Las Vegas. He'd mm -hmm. be doing rom-coms with Dracula. Dracula has a Nancy Myers kitchen. Um, <laughs> You know, there'd be all kinds of Dra Dracula would be in uh, the Marvel universe. Oh, I mean, he, uh, mm -hmm. he would. He just would. So yeah. lean into it. I say. Hey, speaking of uh, eating people's intestines, I hear you're quite a cook. Is that right? Good transition. Yeah. By the way. Thank you. Thank you. I was told to get yeah. that in. Yes, you're a cook. Is that right? So I'm not. I mean, I'm not a professional cook, but it is the thing that I love doing the most. Yeah, and. Um... Uh, as I've got, you know, I, I enjoy cooking for like big groups of people, but I actually just started seeing someone recently enough who is also a really good cook, and uh -oh. I think he is in fact far better than I am. Uh -oh. Um, which is uh, that threatens your identity, doesn't it? The next well, slightly, yeah, because <laughs> you yeah. thought of yourself he's as the great cook, and now this other person comes along and he's the better mm. cook. Can I come to your house? Can you cook you can, for me? Uh, sure, yeah. And, uh, we can both cook for you, and then maybe you could decide which one is better. Okay. Oh. All right. I don't know that you have the most refined palate. I don't have any palate. I'm a, yeah. I have a terrible, you know, I'll yeah. eat anything. Her meter is Burger King or not Burger King. <laughs>
That's the only thing that she can determine. Um, I uh, well, that's and and you know, I think Ireland used to get a bad rap for not having mm. very good food, and that may have been true for a long time. But I feel like in the 1990s that reputation started to change greatly because what I heard is that young, brilliant chefs that couldn't get a job in London would go to Dublin, and suddenly that became this center of great cuisine. And I think that's emanated out now that that people uh, in in Ireland actually enjoy very good food. Is that true? Totally. Yeah. Ireland's a great place to eat. I think even you know a few years ago it might have just been in Dublin, but now across the across the country there's so many incredible places to eat. And I think yeah, we had a bad reputation for you know like ham and cabbage is like what people think you know is is like stand. Although ham and cabbage is a pretty good meal if you ask me, but oh, it was it's... kind of what people expected. Yes, Irish food to be. But now it's much it's much broader than that. And well, really I think I grew up. My mother great. exclusively uh, there was a lot of fried ham, a lot of ham, and yeah. then fried ham and potato and potato with fried ham, and then fried ham with potato. Um, it was delicious, it was really good, but it was a lot of that. And I think that was handed down generationally because when her people left Ireland, that's what it was. And so yeah. even all those years later in the 1970s, uh, I'm eating a ton of fried ham oh. to the point where I think I died two years ago <laughs> with a massive heart attack. You're Dracula. <laughs> I'm Dracula. Hey, wait a minute. Back me up on this, Tom. In Stoker's Dracula, doesn't he also turn into a wolf, a werewolf on the Demeter? Uh, have you read Dracula? You're really catching me out here. Have you read Dracula? <laughs> I would love it. He's just going on and on about. We're reclaiming Bram Stoker. Yeah, I'm reclaiming Bram Stoker. I just realized he he, into he's a wolf. wolf. He could turn into a wolf, a uh. bat. And Wait, a are you gonna fight me on the? Yes. Everyone you... knows Dracula eats intestines. <laughs> yeah, you really that's... want the sausage thing to happen? Because that's just stupid. You're, if you want it all, it'd be on the weirdest technicality. I'll take it. I'll yeah. Take it. Yeah. We all know Dracula urinated places to mark them, <laughs> and he was always chasing cats. What are you talking about? He could turn into a wolf. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. It's he true. Is right? right. You can. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, man. yeah. All right. So, indicated we'll have... in the most major way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Tom, I guess that's another suggestion for your Bram Stoker festival is um, some werewolf events. Well, not werewolf. Dracula turning into a dog. <laughs> it's not eating dog. sausages. It's yeah, he could also turn into um, the thing from the Fantastic Four. Okay, now you're just poking fun, and that's ridiculous. Well, I'm really happy with myself, Tom. Um, thank you. Thank you for reaching thank out. Thank you. Speaking to us, I will take it to heart, this whole Bram Stoker controversy. I will work in the fact that Bram Stoker is uh, uh, Irish in every conversation that I can in the most awkward way. And I will fight thank this you. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, right. happy holidays. <laughs> and, yeah, you uh, too. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you, guys. Thanks very much. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. With Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Liao, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson and Cody Fisher at Earwolf. Theme song by The White Stripes. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Take it away, Jimmy. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair, and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. Engineering by Eduardo Perez. Additional production support by Mars Melnick. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. 
You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for Conan? Call the Team Coco hotline at 669-587-2847 and leave a message. It, too, could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf.